Hi, I'm Ross Porter, and welcome to Stranded, CDs for a Desert Island. Hands down, my favorite CD of all time would have to be Live at the Village Vanguard by Bill Evans. Well, for sure, Giant Steps by John Coleman. Joni Mitchell. One would have to be the essential Billy Holiday. Duke Ellington, Kind of Blue, Sticky Fingers, Beatles, The Who, Todd Rundgren, Keith Jarrett, Oscar Peters, Dave Brubeck, Songs in the Key of Life. If you were marooned on a remote island with no prospect of returning home, which CDs would you want to have to help pass the time? For most music fans, it's a difficult question. But what if you're a musician? Hmm, the prospects could be even more challenging. Back in May of 2000, I had the opportunity to interview jazz guitarist and composer Bill Frizzell and ask him what albums he would choose if he were stranded on a desert island. Here's that conversation. Bill, hi. Hi, Ross. It's, uh, it's good to do this with you. I've wanted to, uh, to talk to you for, uh, for some time now, and, uh, and it's nice that this has come to be. Well, Go ahead. Thanks for having me. Okay. What have you been up to recently? What's going on? Oh, man. Uh, just seems like a million different things running from one thing to the other. Uh, Are you the kind of guy that, that has to be slowed down? I mean, if you had your way, would you be in the studio all the time? Well, not, I, I like to play. That's my favorite thing to do, really. So um, I love being in the studio, but I also, I think, playing live even more. But then they, they sort of, I think they feed each other. Um, one helps the other. So sometimes when I'm in the studio, it's so great. But then I think if I hadn't, if I just stayed in there all the time, the music would kind of dry up after a while. I have a feeling really need to get out and play in front of people and th that's how the music really grows i think what i wanted to do now we're going to get to your desert island picks a little later in the uh, program but i wanted to start with a uh, with a track from your most recent studio album this one is called ghost town and uh, and it's your version of when i fall in love why did you pick this tune oh boy it was the second time you recorded it was it not? Yeah, it's it's one of those songs that just sort of keeps hanging around <laughs> somehow. I keep finding myself going back to it, and it's in some ways it's a simple song, but then I always have trouble with it. <laughs> it always challenges me somehow. It's slightly unusual form for me somehow, and but I I love the melody and I mean the, a lot of the music on that album was it wasn't planned out very carefully ahead of time you know i just sort of went in the studio with a pile of stuff and a few kind of vague ideas and that was one of the ones i ended up with so here's bill frizzell this is from his cd ghost town and this is when i fall in love Frizzell, and when I fall in love from his album Ghost Town. What was the first album that you bought? Do you remember? Um, I think there was a couple of Beach Boys records. Are you still a fan? Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, do you think Brian Wilson is as great as everyone has made him out to be? I think he's pretty amazing. I, 
I think I'm more familiar with the early things and then even like pet sounds and a lot of the things that people refer to as the real genius stuff. I haven't, I'm still haven't spent much time with that and I'm, I'm not a real expert on it, but no, he's, he's definitely got some completely original and, and, and just strange harmonic things that would happen that you would never hear in pop music, really. I spent a, a day with him once about a year ago. I went down with a TV oh, crew wow. to Los Angeles and, uh, and we shot him in his house and what have you. And, uh, he's a, a peculiar man. I mean, but he's almost like a man child. You know, I mean, it's obvious that he's that he's had difficulties, and and hasn't fully recovered from all of them. But um, right. but you're rooting for him. You know, you you yeah. want him to you want him to pull through it. There was a documentary on him. I wasn't made for these times or something. Yeah, that like was that. it. And um, I just love watching him when he would sit down at the piano and sort of explain things and stuff. That was great. Well, that was one of the highlights for me too, because when when we were doing this piece, he sat at the piano and played some of the uh, the tunes that he had written. Wow. And I thought, man, if my life ends now, then this is the best way to go. I mean, <laughs> you know, if, if Miles had just been at the next table or something, then, <laughs> then it would have been complete. Wow. So let's get to your first Desert Island pick. This one is by uh, Sonny Rollins, and it's from, a, uh, from an album that's recorded at the, at the Village Vanguard called A Night at the Village Vanguard. What do you want to play from it? Um, there's a blues on there, Sunny Moon for Two, that I love. <laughs> Why? Oh, boy. I mean, maybe I shouldn't pin it down to this one song or even, even this one album, but um, it's one of those ones I keep coming back to, or he's one of those musicians. I, every few months or so, I have to go back and check him out a little bit more, and I don't think I'll ever finish with trying to figure out what he does, you know. Here's Sonny Rollins, recorded at the Village Vanguard in 1957. This is Sunny Moon for Two. Sonny Rollins and Sunny Moon for Two from the album A Night at the Village Vanguard, Volume 2. Have you ever played at the Vanguard? Yeah, actually quite a number of times. Now, for people that don't know, this is a, uh, this is a jazz club on, uh, was it, 7th Avenue South in, uh, in New York City in Greenwich Village. And uh, I guess this, has, this club has legendary status. Yeah, it's, I have to say the first few times, or even now, when I go in there, <laughs> it's pretty heavy what all the when you think what those walls have heard you know it's so it was really kind of a heavy thing to finally get to really to, to get to play in there what role has country music played in your in your musical makeup well i think it's been there but it's been coming out more lately <laughs> um I, or i've acknowledged its presence more and trying to not be so afraid of it but and and then there was even a lot of the jazz people that i liked there was you know gary burton uh, country music played a big part in what he did i mean he even went to 
Nashville and did a record down there with Nashville guys, you know, 30 years before I did the one I did. And, um, well, you have a great sense of time. And, uh, and I wondered if that came from listening to country music. Boy, I don't, I don't know. Um, or maybe it's just because you're a good musician. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, then, I, I mean, I guess w- what I'm getting at is more in recent years, I've sort of given up my resistance to it. You know, I, now I've, I've actually grown to just love it, you know. Your next Desert Island pick comes from uh, from Hank Williams in an album called 24 Greatest Hits. What do you want to play by Hank? Well, I guess, you know, I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry is just one of my all-time favorites there. That's maybe an obvious choice, but I never get tired of hearing that song. All right, here's Hank Williams, and I'm so lonesome I could cry. Hear that lonesome whippoorwill where you are. I'm so lonesome I could cry. Frizzell on guitar. That's from his album, Have a Little Faith. And you heard Just Like a Woman. That goes back to uh, 1993. Wow. It's just, uh, it's breathtaking when I uh, when I listened to that. And uh, I don't know, there was just something about you embracing Dylan that warmed my heart. Are you a fan? Oh, oh yeah. Like he, He's one of those guys, again, that's just stayed with me all those years. I keep going back to the first albums and I don't know, I just love him. Why does he have staying power? I don't know. There's something, he always stays relevant to what's going on with me and I'm sure every a lot of other people. And then, you know, it's not just that. It's I just love the sound of his voice, the sound. I love his guitar playing. He's he's like, I think he's amazingly underrated guitar player. He's like a incredible guitar player. Do you listen to a lot of music at home? Not like years ago. I remember, I mean, when I was in college, it was like a sitting around. It was like a real event to put on a record and just sit there and get completely immersed in it. Just now I find myself listening more in the car. So that's my main place where I can sort of concentrate on it. Who are we going to play next? I'm just going through the the material that we have here. Oh, Charles Ives. What's this, uh, what's this about for you? Uh, seems like just as I was getting out of high school and going into college there was this big flood of new information and it was somewhere around that time that I think it was my guitar teacher in Denver whose name is Dale Bruning played me this piece Three Places in New England Um, and that was another just mind blowing thing to hear that Um, Now the piece that we're talking about is Three Places in New England Correct, and the and the first portion. Yeah, of that. that that's what I was thinking about. And well, let's play it. This is from three places in New England. 
It's the St. Gaudens in Boston Common, and the version that we're going to listen to is performed by the Boston Symphony Orchestra, conducted by Michael Tilson Thomas. That was the Boston Symphony Orchestra, and that's from three places in New England. You heard the St. Gardens in Boston Common, and that's one of the Desert Island picks of my guest, Bill Frizzell. Are you a multimedia kind of guy? Like, are you online? Oh, barely. I've finally figured out how to use email, sort of. <laughs> but I'm, boy, I'm, I've, yeah, I don't have it together at all. <laughs> now, that surprises me, because when you listen to your music... It sounds like you're up to date with technology. Um, that's I'm still kind of stuck back in. Uh, you know, I use a few little electronic things, but they're mostly things back in the '70s somewhere. Most of what I do is still based on people playing together in a room. You know, I'm, I'm still. You know, I like I, I like to be in the studio, and I like to you know surround myself with you know, an engineer that knows how to work all the stuff. But basically, I just like to get together with people and play music together. So I guess. I'm still not one of, I mean, there's guys that really can create, you know, like sitting alone in a room with a tape recorder and a computer and sampler and all that stuff. And I still, I don't know, I don't really get off that way so much. It's It's more about being with people for me somehow. Your next Desert Island pick is the uh, six-CD box set called An Anthology of American Folk Music. This is Yeah, that was... uh, I was going to say that's... One of the reasons I picked that is because I haven't had time to listen to it yet. So I thought if I go on a desert island, I could finally have a chance to check out all this stuff. But there's tons of things on there that are pretty fascinating. The liner notes for this, by the way, were written by Neil Rosenberg, who teaches at uh, Memorial University in uh, St. John's, Newfoundland. And he won a, a Grammy Award for them. What do you want to play from it? Uh, there's one one guy, I, I think it was around the time that I first heard this anthology, Doc Boggs, someone I've been listening to a lot lately, just in the last few years, discovered him, uh, banjo player, uh, and there's a song on there called Sugar Baby. I've actually been trying to play that a little <laughs> bit lately. It's another one of those songs. I don't think I'll ever be able to figure it out. So maybe we can listen to it one more time. <laughs> That was Bill Frizzell and the uh, title track from an album of his called The Sweetest Punch, celebrating the music of Elvis Costello and Burt Bacharach. Man, this is one of those CDs you got to keep by the bed. 
when you when this came out last year, <laughs> I'm obviously a fan of yours. But when this came out last year, <laughs> it was just it was breathtaking. And I thought, you know, good for you because the album that this uh, that this came from or that you based this on was what painted from memory. What was the album called? Yeah, this was a really strange situation. This whole thing. I, I'm not sure if people know that they were both recorded at the same time. I mean, Elvis and Bert were recording in L.A., and I was recording in New York, completely independent of each other, and neither one of us knew what the other was doing. So let me get this straight. While Elvis and and Bert were recording Painted from Memory, you were recording your jazz version of it. Right. And So how did you know what to work with? Well, I had had a tape of Bert playing the piano with Elvis singing, and I had Bert's, like, the piano music, and... They just sort of left me to my own devices, and it, it was really an, kind of an amazing situation to be in. So. We're going to go to your next Desert Island pick. This is from the, uh, the greatest hits of Thelonious Monk on, uh, on Columbia, and you've selected Crepuscule with Nelly. Now, quickly, why Monk? Uh, he's another one just that I keep coming back to, and I will for the rest of my life. Let's play one of his pieces. This is from the Greatest Hits album. This is Crepuscule with Nelly. Monk and Crepuscule with Nelly. It's a piece that he named after his wife, if I remember correctly. This has been great. I've enjoyed talking to you. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Was it difficult picking uh, picking albums, picking Desert Island discs? It, yeah, that I sort of, you know, I could go on. It, it, you know, you say pick 10 and I could, I'd pick one and then I think, well, how can I pick just this, you know? So. And I find that when you, when you pick the music, it has a lot to do with what's going on in your life. I mean, there actually might be a hundred albums you would take, but, you know, depending right. on, on the circumstances in your world, they, they move around. I tried to find things that I keep coming back to, you know. Those are the ones I don't think I could do without. Well, thank you. Thanks for spending time Thanks with us. Lot. I've been talking to Bill Frizzell, and I'm going to close with a, uh, with a track from his most recent album, Ghost Town. This is Tell Your Ma, Tell Your Pa. Bye, Bill. Bye, Ross. Thanks for having me. Thank you.